0: American Football in Finland.
1: Perfect Purvis, Jabari Harris, and Robert Johnson give authentic American perspectives on football every week. No politics, no censors, just football. Enjoy the show.
0: American Football in Finland. The voice in
1: your ears right now is Perfect Purvis, and I'm here with my co-host Jabari Harris. Hey, how y'all doing? And my other co-host, Robert Johnson. Y'all for having me. Today we have lots of guests. The first guest here to shed some light in the room is the UK American footballer Chris Green. Hey, how's it going? Next we have Helsinki Roosters head coach Q Floyd.
2: Hey, what's going on?
1: And last but not least, we have Mr. Top Shelf himself, Helsinki Roosters legend Curtis Lake.
0: What it is, where it's your boy?
1: All right, we have a we have a packed show today. So first, we're going to recap last weekend's Division One championship, the mm. Spaghetti Bowl. Then we'll ask our guests about the Maple Bowl game, followed by a panel discussion about the big game. We'll end the show with our predictions of who we think will win the Maple Bowl. So let's get it.
3: Steelers defense
1: actually added a little bit of resistance, made some plays, and the Wolverines
0: couldn't tackle and couldn't contain, man. You know, anytime Charles Work got the ball, he just gets to the
4: sideline and he's gone. And... Almost never the entire day did the first player make the tackle. It was the guys getting this you know, extra yard shards after catch. Uh
0: you know, Steelers got some guys, uh Latino and Dongo. those guys, man, they catch the ball, they can really run. And that's that's it. I mean, everybody expected a shootout. The
1: difference is is Wolverines didn't tackle, they didn't make plays on the ball.
2: All right, what about you, Coach Floyd? What did you see in the game? Um I'd like to go along with what Stan said, I think um most of it was the Wolverines defense. They just didn't play up the park. And uh, I think Corpio's offense took advantage of that.
5: Uh, well, I mean,
2: defense wins championships.
5: And, you know, we talked about it the week before that, you know, whoever was able to make the most stops and be sound on defense will be able to come out successful. And uh, we seen the game where Corpio's offense just had all the answers. Out. I mean, self was hot, uh, the skilled players were making plays, but that defense was also making plays. And that was just something that that we seen on both sides of the ball. I mean, Corpio's defense was able to make plays, and the Wolverines' defense just struggled the whole game to stop Seth in that offense. So as a result, <laughs> defense wins championships and Seth rewarded himself with a nice championship trophy.
1: Kind of get your thoughts about what do you think about with the Corpio Steelers moving up to the Maple League next year and Senegi going down, how do you think that's going to affect the league?
4: You know, getting another really solid team like you guys in, I think that's gonna, that's gonna really raise the level of the league. I think it'll be exciting. Yeah, for sure. For that, sure. That More actually, competition is only be better for the sport, too. I yeah. think I'll answer
2: that first. Like, like, uh, Stan said, uh, he played against that 2009 team and I did too, uh, when I was with the 69ers. So it was always good, uh, playing against Corpio. They always had a good foundation. Um, so it'll be great to see him, you know, back in the league next year and, uh, you know, adding to some competition to the league. Uh I think they'll do a good job. I mean, Seth, you have had a great season. Um, obviously Thank you got you. a nice you have a nice receiving core around you, a nice team. They uh you're the leader. Um, it'll be nice. Hopefully I'll be back next year and uh I'll get to to give you some sad faces on the sideline too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to Welcome you to the league a little bit. But uh no, nah, you guys did a great job this year, man. Pekka um uh, I actually played against your head coach too, uh, when he was on oh, yeah. draft. So uh, so it's nice to see all those guys, uh, you know, doing good things for that city and that, and that team. So uh, I just want to congratulate you again on, on the season. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much.
5: Uh, honestly, I mean, I played in the Maple League three, three and a half seasons. And um, I think that from watching Corpio, I think that they have the core to go and compete. Um, we've watched a lot of teams in the last few years like the Hamilton Huskies, the Vasa Royals, even the Tampa Bay Saints, teams that have made that jump directly from the first division and went to the Maple League and were able to compete and not even just compete. But I mean, you have to think Vasa and Hamilton are teams that made it to the semifinals and even out to the final within the first two years. And from, playing in the league and also playing against Corpio this year, I think they have the potential to do the same thing. I mean, of course, they're going to, like, look at their team and they're going to, you know, make adjustments and add pieces where they see fit. But I think that they have young talent, as self said, to be able to progress and be able to compete in the Maple League. And I think that they'll do fine. They have a great coaching staff and they have a great home fan base at that. So I think that whatever they need to go get to be able to play in the Maple League, that they're going to make those moves and they'll
1: do okay. Now we're going to do rapid fire questions for both Q and Slater. So how we're going to do this is you each have five minutes to answer as many questions from us as possible. So we'll ask Q first and we'll go five minutes. I, I got a timer right here and we'll let Jabari ask the first question. And then we'll just go in this circle right here for you guys this way. Jabari, go ahead, hit them.
5: All right, Coach Floyd. You're entering uh, your first year as the head coach for the Roosters and you're playing in the Maple Bowl. Um, What are
2: your feelings about this game? Um, My feelings about this game is just like any other game. I mean, it's a championship game, but uh, you got to go into every game expecting to win. And uh, I think my team has followed that lead. And uh, we've been preparing real good this season, so uh, we'll see. But but right now the feeling is great, so we're going to go with that. Okay, my question for you, Floyd, is this game is a rivalry game the Royals don't
1: like you. You don't like them. That's no secret going into this game. Is there a little bit of extra feeling of gratification by beating this team that hates you so much?
2: Um, being that we took our only loss to them, obviously we got a chip on our shoulder about that. Uh, to say that it's, you know, kind of a hate thing. I say, no, uh, they're just in the way right now, what we're trying to accomplish. And, uh, they, they got to move out of the way for us to get where we need to be.
4: Okay. Q. Um, Anyone on their team in particular that you cause as a a threat maybe that you're worried about?
2: Um, Well, obviously they have ballers. You know, Chris Young is uh, somebody you definitely have to worry about. So uh, offensively, we have to always make sure we know where he is. Um, RJ Long, obviously, you got to know where he is. Uh, So, you know, they have a couple MVPs. They got ballers too. So uh, we have to be worried about all their weapons and, and try to contain them.
3: Got your crew man, how you doing?
2: I'm doing good, Mr. Johnson.
3: Alright. Hey, name your defensive players that um that the Vaza offense guys have to look out for.
2: Uh the whole defense. Um but if I had to individually uh say I would say uh, Oko. We call him Loco Oko, uh Olaf, uh Lari, uh Hulu Tony, uh Lassi, and I'm pretty much naming my, my D line. I mean they it starts with them and it ends with them. Uh, obviously, everybody knows Slater, so uh, he's somebody who's, who shows up constantly anyway. Um, we also have Villio who plays cornerback. He's been making a lot of plays this year. Uh, Santu, obviously. Um, but all the guys are, are balling on defense, though, so uh, the Royals have to watch out for all of those guys.
5: So, Coach, going into this game, preparation-wise, are you guys doing anything different for this game?
2: Uh, no, we're sticking with our, with our normal schedule. Everything that we do, um, we've been doing during the season. We're still doing it. We didn't want to change up anything just because of the championship game. We're just doing repetition and just keeping our schedule the same way it has been.
1: All right, Q, my next question for you is for you personally. Okay, as a coach, this is one of your – I'm not sure. Is this your first time as a head coach? Okay, first season as head coach, you're in the Maple Bowl and one of the best football leagues in Europe. For you, what kind of milestone is this to be in this game and to ultimately win the Maple Bowl this weekend?
2: Uh, Well, you know what, actually I haven't even really thought about it Uh, I've just been so caught up in the season, man And uh, obviously winning the NEFL championship um, was one thing But to win two championships in one season um, As a first year head coach, that would mean a lot to me Um, So, you know, just seeing the guys hold up that trophy at the end of the day Is the only thing I'm thinking about right now But um, as far as a milestone, you know, uh, it'll be a good one It's one to look forward to
4: so, Coach, uh, the Royals, in my opinion, probably the best, one of the best defenses in the league. Um, do you see any weak points in that defense that you maybe want to attack?
2: Yeah, uh, I don't think their secondary is that strong. Um, the, they definitely have some holes and some places that we have to take advantage of, and, uh, that, and that's what we're going to have to do. We're just going to have to make plays. Uh, I believe our guys um, are a lot better than their DBs, um, and we just have to make those plays, though.
3: All right, Q, uh, as your first year in a championship game in the Maple League, you know, you're going to face a little adversity, man. How would you overcome your adversity? How are you going to get your team to overcome
2: the adversity? Um, being that we already kind of been in a championship uh, situation with the uh, Carlstad game, mm-hmm. um, they showed a lot of heart there. I mean, we were down. We weren't putting up points. And, uh, you know, they, they buckled down and they, they, they played together and they, they did what they had to do to win that game. Um, so I don't expect anything different. Um, if it happens in the championship game, too. I mean, we're a stout group, got a lot of uh, veterans, and we have some young guys, but these guys, you know, they follow the lead. Uh, we got veterans like Slater who 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 always positive and always, you know, the guys are following. So uh, anytime we get down or anything like that, we just got to have a short memory and, and rebound.
1: All right, that's all the time we got. We hit right about four and a half, almost five minutes. So we'll go to the next. We'll go to Curtis Slater, okay? We'll give you five minutes. We'll start with you again, Jabari, asking what you got to ask him.
5: So, Curtis, this is uh, your second or your third Maple Bowl? Second. So being your second Maple Bowl, you've been here before, you've won it. Uh, how are you preparing for this game as a, as a leader of the defense? What are some things that you're doing to get ready for this game?
0: Uh, just making sure that the team is uh, focused, uh, making sure everybody knows where their weakness is, where their strengths are in the defense, and to make sure that we shut down uh, their main players who are weapons on their team uh, so that we can allow the fewest amount of points uh, so that we can win this game.
1: Okay, uh, Slater, we know you're a competitor. You always go out there trying to win the game. But you guys, you've been here before. You've won big games before. You've already won a championship this season. What exactly does it take for you guys to want this more than they want it? They don't have what you have. They want what you have, which is to be a champion in the Maple League. What is it? What What do you guys wake up every morning thinking we got to do so that you can want it more than them?
0: Uh, I think the biggest thing is, uh, like you said, we got that, that one loss that we do have is towards them, so we will be playing with a chip on our shoulder, which actually will help us out. Um, but we try to put it in the guys' ears, especially on the defensive side, that <clears throat> every game a big game, and if we show up and do what we need to do, then we'll know that we'll take care of business um, and not get smacked in the mouth and just sit down. We're going to come back, smack them back, and then hope that
4: they're ready to, to lay it down. So, uh, Chris, it's uh, no secret that the Royals have got RJ Long, the leading receiver in the league. Um, are we going to see you line up at corner against them or are you going to be back there at safety?
0: Uh, it just depends. Uh, we're going to do a good job uh, putting our, our corners on him, um, see how they match up wisely. Uh, if anything starts to, to get out of hand, then you'll definitely be seeing me on him a uh, majority of the time after that. But I'm pretty sure that our defensive structure that we got created for this game uh, will be able to bracket him off a little bit and uh, limit his uh, catches. Okay, Playmaker Slater, man. What's up? How you doing? You know, chilling. I'm trying to do my thing like
3: always. (laughs) Hey, I want to ask you, man, how do you get prepared for this type of game? Because, you know, it's a lot of young Finnish guys looking up to you. You know, you're in the big game right now. And actually, I saw you working out today. I didn't see a lot of other Finnish guys doing. You have the championship game coming up. So tell me, how do you prepare for this type of game?
0: Uh, just mainly focusing on uh, more of my work, ethic, uh, Making sure that the guys, like you said earlier today, uh, are seeing me out there putting in, still working, uh, not seeing any composure about just being complacent uh, with where we're at, at this season and our point in the season. Uh, making sure that I'm still keeping it positive with them, regardless if it's good or bad, uh, practice-wise, game-wise. Uh, making sure that we're staying focused and then always pushing to, to get better day in and day out up to this game. All right, I got a good question for you. So, second Maple Bowl, and you get to face
5: off against Justin again. How does it feel for the second time, back to back in the Maple Bowl, to go against Justin? I mean, obviously the first time you won, you took it from him. How do you feel about going against him, and what do you think that are some things that you need to do to
0: limit his game? Uh, we just got—it's time to even the odds up. Uh, they got us that second game um, at third place in Vasa. Um, I'm hoping that uh, he tests me out a little bit in this game. Um, the second game, we really didn't get too many balls thrown my way. Um, so let's see if uh, he put an import against import and see if um, he's up to the task to uh, challenge me out a little bit because that's what I look forward to in each game. So, Slater, um, we're we're decent friends. I follow you on the
1: Instagram and the Snapchat and the social media and the Facebook, you know, top shelf Slater. Uh,
0: how is this game going to affect your social media? Uh, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't really put too much into my social media in that sense of how many followers I get and this and that. Um, I do like to entertain. Um, I'm very energetic, uh, outgoing, stuff like that. Love to joke around, have fun, um, just keeping it real with the people that I'm real close to. Um, social media-wise, uh, it'll be good to expose the team uh, so that everybody can see who the Roosters are, um, what type of organization we are, and show that uh,
4: we're here to, to take what we deserve. Okay, so the Roosters going for their sixth straight Maple ball here, I think. Um, Seen as the Royals beat you guys last time, do you feel yourselves as underdogs going into this game?
0: Uh, no, not at all, and uh, I'm pretty sure they don't think that we're the underdogs either. Uh, it's a pretty evenly matched uh, competition, uh, and I believe whoever shows up on both sides of the ball um, and doesn't lay down uh, will take this game away. All right,
3: last question. Hey, y'all going for y'all six, I won three with y'all, all right? Just let everybody know that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so y'all do know this now. Yeah. Now you know. So, so just being, hey, what you guys going to do? I want to know what you're going to do to get this game.
0: Uh, we're going to make sure we come out hard fast, uh, make sure we smacking them in the mouth. Uh, the biggest thing um, with me and the defense, I told them, is we need to come out physical uh, from start to finish and make sure that if, if whatever they, whatever they got left in the tank is gone by the third fourth quarter so that we know that going into the 0-0 zero, zero, uh, that we'll be on top and uh, we'll take this game away.
1: Last week, we discussed what we thought were the keys to each team winning this game, and Jabari talked about it. And now an entire week has passed, so we have a little bit more information. We've talked to different people about what's going on in the game. So we're going to talk about the initial thoughts of the game a little bit more in depth. So we'll start with you, Jabari. What do you think about this matchup between the Helsinki Roosters and the Wausau Royals, just in general, going into the game?
5: Um, I think that both teams are quality teams who deserve to be here. Um, As we talked about before, they have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. We're seeing two caliber quarterbacks going head-to-head along with some of the best defensive players in the game. Um, My thought on this matchup is it's just like every game. You got to come out focused and the team with the less mistakes win. Um, I think that the Roosters, like we talk all the time, they've been here before. This will be their sixth straight. So it's not a doubt in my mind that they know how to prepare for this game. Uh, with the Royals this will be their first time there and that's something that you have to look out for is the experience and how their players handle this game um, I think that in the beginning of the game it's going to be a very competitive game I think that both teams as we talked about this rivalry I think that the rivalry is there uh, both teams know what's at state um, this is the last game of the season and you're playing for everything so For me, I think that it's just about everybody just playing a part and the winner's going to be decided by who wants it more. Um, I think that on paper, as we talked about at the beginning of the season, these are both of the teams that we picked to be in the Maple Bowl anyway. So it doesn't surprise me or anybody else that this is who we get to watch, but the surprise will be who comes out on top.
3: I agree with everything Jabari said, but I'm going to keep it short and simple and then Jabari or Chris can go next. Can't turn the ball over. Whoever don't turn the ball over is going to win. Plain and simple. That's it? That's it for me.
1: All right. I'm going to go next, actually. We'll, we'll save the light skin for last. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have fun on AFF. We have fun here. Okay. So, in this game, I mean, I'm excited about it because, like, for me personally, I'm excited about the rivalry. Like I said, like, there's bad blood between these teams. I mean, of course, the guys in the studio won't say anything about it right now, but we've talked to some of these players. They told us how they felt about it. I won't say no names. They know who they are, and they know what it's going to be like on the field. It's going to be a physical game. It's going to be a hard-fought game. There's going to be trash talking. There might be some unnecessary hitting going on and whatnot. It's football, and that's what's really good about this game is that this game is going to be the epitome of what football should be in Finland. These two teams are going to put it on the line in this game. And then it starts studded. You got RJ Long, Chris Young, Justin Soderlair, Curtis Top Shelf Slater, uh, what? Jason Taylor. Bernard.
5: Bernard. Binette,
1: Bernard. I can't name them all. Uh, Brandon you, Connect. You, you got
3: Tim, Tim Thomas. Tim you got Timmy
1: Thomas. Thomas, Oco Loco, uh, Santu. Uh, who else you got on the they defense? They look like line. more
3: rooster guys I mean, yeah. than
1: anything. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, hey, hey, Eric, Eric Blumgren is doing his thing on offensive line for the Royals as well. Tom suosti Jakub um Who hey, else got? We Spencer Cullen, in this yeah, game. Yeah, Apple out there. Spencer Cullen.
2: Never yeah. heard of him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 it's so much in this game. Like this is one of those games where, like, you don't. You're not even upset that the other teams didn't make it because this is what everybody wanted. This is the star-studded event, and they don't like each other. It'd be different if they just respect each other. They don't like each other, and that's football. This is like when you see teams that play in a division rivalry in the NFL or something. I don't want to say any teams because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings out here, but (laughs) this is the game that you're excited for, and this is what this game does to me. It gets me all excited. I'm getting hot in this bit. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to curse like that. But (laughs) this is this type of game that everybody has been waiting for, and I expect nothing but the best from both these teams. And, like, even when I'm talking about it right now, I'm still flip-flopping about who I think is going to win the game because both of these teams are great, and they both have that edge going into it. These are two teams that want it as bad as you can want it. One team is striving for perfection. They lost the game. They don't want that blemish. They want to beat this team so that that team knows, hey, you got lucky, and that's it. But that other team says, hey, we beat you once, we'll do it again. Like, that's the thing you have going into this game, and I can't do nothing but be excited about it. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead, Chris.
4: Did you not just take up all the recording time then? (laughs) Hey, hey, we here here for a long time today, fellas. Okay, so um, like everyone said, Probably everyone predicted these two teams to be there at the end of the season. I certainly did when I was looking at the preseason and who signed and, and, and the games when they were going on early on. Um, I think we've talked about a lot of players. There's a few that we're forgetting. And there's there's one guy on the on the, on the Royals team called Nico Peterson. And this guy, he's a baller. A lot of people forget about him. And uh, I played against him in Sweden. And, and this guy, he can play offense. He can play defense. Like I think he's going to be a bit of an X factor in this game. And not a lot of people have talked about him.
1: I've heard that he's one of the fastest players in the Maple League. That's what I've heard is that he's one of the fastest players in the Maple League.
4: Go ahead, Q.
2: <laughs> no, I was just saying, Nico is a baller. Uh, we actually played against him uh, when he was with Uppsala, And uh didn't end so well for him. So, so uh, not not to throw shade at him or anything. <laughs> Nico's a ball. He know I'm just messing with him. He's a baller, though. So, he, like you said, you definitely have to uh, watch out for him because he can't hurt you in a return game, you know, receiver DB. He, he is a baller, though.
4: Yeah, there's a you know there's a lot of playmakers on both teams, and and it's it's going to be a great game to watch because it's it's such a level playing field. Arguably, with the Royals, you've probably got the best defense in the league. Whereas with the Roosters, you've probably got the best offense in the league. So it's going to be good to see that matchup going against each other. Um, you, they can hit you from anywhere. The the Roosters' offense, the Roosters' offense, they can hit you from anywhere. They've got a run game, they've got a passing game. You know, they, they, they can damn near do anything on that offense. Um I think keys keys to this game maybe, Jason Taylor. You know, that guy, the last three maple balls, he's balled out. You know, I was looking at the stats earlier, I think there was one game a couple of years ago he had like over two hundred yards rushing. You know, yet last year in the, the rain game, you know, he was he, he basically won them that game. In my opinion. You know, he was he's balling and this guy shows up in big games. Get him the ball. He needs to touch the ball. You know, he needs to touch the ball at least 20 times, whether that be at passing out the backfield or running the ball. He needs to touch the ball at least 20 times this game. Um, I think he's a big key in the game, and he's definitely one that the the, the Royals need to watch out for.
1: All right. Does anybody want a rebuttal? Anybody, you want to add something to it? Let, let me
2: add something real quick. Go uh to, to his, uh, you know, I think a lot of people don't give our defense a lot of credit. Um, we led the league in the interceptions. Uh, We also have the sack leader on our team, on our defense. Um, You know, just to to throw our defense out there, I mean, these guys are balling. Like, we do have probably the best D-line in Finland and arguably maybe in some countries in Europe. Um, So our defense, you know, they don't get a lot of credit because obviously our offense is high-powered. And with any team that that, that scores a lot of points, uh, sometimes, you know, you give up points because the other team gets the ball a lot. You know, we kick off a lot. I think we probably double. Um, have more doubling and kickoffs than any other team in the league, so we score a lot. So my um, defense don't get a lot of love, but I just want to give them some love, you know.
3: Hold on, man. They give your a defense. Man, what you talking about,
2: man? He just said we wouldn't. Yeah, He,
0: he, he was saying he, it. He was, you no that. You missed that I was in the, in the toilet. I everybody. never
4: said the Roosters' <laughs> defense was bad. I just said the Royals probably got the best defense in the league.
0: So I'm going to add on to what Q really? was saying. Uh, much love and respect for my D-line. Uh, we couldn't have got these uh, interceptions and turnovers without that front seven. So I'm going to throw the linebackers in there, too. Uh, so watch out for that, okay?
3: Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Hold on. Look out now.
0: Well, Slater saying? Look. watch
3: out for me. I'm going to get a pick six because he get a pick
1: <laughs> six.
0: <over there. laughs>
2: well,
3: just
1: to kind of sum it, sum it up, I mean, if you look at both of these teams, you could easily say the Roosters have the best offense, but you could easily say, you know, in the second half of the season, the Royals have the best offense. You can look at the stats and say, well, the Roosters have the best defense, and you can also look at the stats and be like, well, if there's a 1A, it's probably the Royals. <laughs> like, this is what this game is. It's the two best teams offensively, defensively, and even in special teams because these two teams don't even get a chance to play special teams very often. But you got somebody like Curtis Slater who can always take it back. And then on Wallace's side, you got Nicholas Peterson. He's balling since he got there as a returner. So... In, in all reality, we could flip it up to either one of these two teams. Man. And, again, that's what makes it this game I've so been good. wanting to
5: say this since last week. It don't a matter about what you do in the regular season. It's all about the playoffs. And when it comes down to the playoffs, i seen the Vassaroyos almost not make it to the Maple Ball last week versus the Hamilton Huskies compared to, let's say, the Roosters almost not giving up any points on defense to the Butchers. So one thing I want to say is, the Roosters' defense has been proven that in crunch time, this is the best defense we've seen in Finland in crunch time. Um, last year in the Maple Bowl, Justin couldn't score. And that's what is going to have to be this game. That defense it is going to— It was gonna, raining, Jabari. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he can not score. Yeah. I mean— Be honest, man. I mean, uh, I think that both of these teams have great defenses, but I haven't seen— the Royals defense play in the Maple Bowl, so I can't speak on how great their defense is in the playoffs. But one thing I know for sure is defense wins championships, and the Roosters have five of them already. Actually. I know he's finna to say <laughs> offense win championships. <laughs> hey,
4: I'm just saying.
3: Offense won the first three.
4: three. <laughs> I'm just saying, Carl. Uh, <laughs> All
3: right.
1: All right, this game deserves more than our normal generalizations. At this time, right now, we normally pretty much be over and about to wrap it up. But no, not today. We're going to talk about this game till it's dead. We're in here for a good time. We got about eight people in here. AFF is going to give you all your money's worth for this hour show today. So, what I want to do is I want to talk about some different topics and, si- and situations that are involved in this game. And obviously, the one that's dear to my heart, we're going to talk about this one first, is the rivalry of this game. Okay? The, the rivalry has a, a lot of different aspects to it between the the players, the matchups, the history of the players, and even the two teams themselves, the organizations have a little bit of bad blood between them. So what I want to do is I'll let Jabari go first. Just talk about the rivalry and something that's interesting about it to you.
5: Uh, to me, I think this is a, this is a, a rivalry between... The team that's the team and the team that wants to merge as the team. What I mean by that is the Vasa Royals as an organization has done a lot of work outside of the football aspect to build their brand to be as popular and as what dominant as the Roosters. And in this game, this is an opportunity for them to have a chance to dethrone the Roosters is what they would like to do. I mean, obviously, we've been talking about the Roosters for the last five years. And the Vasa Royals in that time has been a young team that's been building their brand. So for them, it's an opportunity for them to finally emerge, not as just a good team, but to be that team. Uh, Earlier in the year, we seen these teams and it got nasty. I mean, we had people cutting legs and coaches getting ejected and everything. So it's not a doubt in my mind that the rivalry is – it is what it is, but that's what I'm looking forward to. Do the Vasa Royals have enough to emerge as that team or are the Roosters still and will be that team?
4: Well, you've only got to go and look back at the first time when these two teams played, like you said about Jabari, about the ejections, you know, the whole Stacey Thomas incident. I think some of the Roosters probably – They've still got some bad blood about that. I, I know if it was my team, I'd still have some bad blood about that. You know, I watched the game. I, I saw what happened. And, and for me, I'm sure the Royals would have their guys back. It's That's the way it is. Your team, you have your back. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of bad blood in this game. And, and like we said earlier, I think it's going to be very, very physical. You know, there's going to be some extra activities that are going to happen maybe off the field as well. You know, a bit of joy in, a bit of, bit, of, bit of talking. Um I think it's just going to be a, a bit of a bloodbath, maybe.
5: I'm just hoping there ain't no injections so we can't have no excuses.
1: I I just really like the fact that it's a rivalry in every aspect. Like on the field, like you said, the Royals want what the Roosters got. The Roosters got the championship the last 2 years. The Royals has competed against them, but not dethroned anyone. And they I mean their whole little thing before the season this year was Uh, coming to wear the crown. They want to be respected as the best. Well, they got to beat the best to be the best. And first game of the season, that didn't happen. And they were put back in their place. Second game of the season, they got the win. They said, hey, we on your level now. And now they made it here to the championship. And now this, for them, I think they have more at stake than the Roosters do in this game. Because if they lose this game, it's going to be a a whole other thing going about like, oh, they were almost they were a team that was all talk couldn't back it up the roosters already have championships win or lose those championships don't go away but if they win this game and the uh, royals lose the royals have nothing they did all of this for the last two years and come away with nothing so on the field they want it they gotta want it so they hate that the roosters already have it now as a like organization i won't speak too much about it but there's people in these organizations, in management roles, as coaches on, different, on the different sidelines, they don't like the way the other team is run. They don't like the way they do their dealings with the SAJL. They don't like how the situation is set up for the uh, Maple Bowl game. Like There's money involved with certain ways. They don't like how the money split. I'm not going to go too much into the SAJL because, you know, y'all listening. Anyways, that's one more aspect of rivalry, why these two teams don't like each other. And then the last thing, the thing that's most important to a lot of people in this room, the players. Those players on the Royals, look at most of those players. They, ain't ever, they don't have a player that's won the Maple Bowl. And there's a reason they ain't won a Maple Bowl, and that's on the other side of the field. Most of them have either lost in the Maple Bowl or lost in the playoffs to the Roosters. So they know that those guys across them, they know who they are. It's not like it's a brand new team. They know those players, and they know that they've lost to those players before. And they don't want to do that anymore. Now, for the Roosters, it's more of a little brother won't stop grabbing my side. Because they're thinking, these guys, we beat them when they were playing on this team. Now we're beating them when they're playing on that team. But they keep coming at us, so we have to smack them down. So that rivalry is built there. It's just like, I mean, me and my little brother don't get along sometimes. The next thing that about this game is, like we said earlier, you could say one team has the best offense, the other team has the best defense, and you could flip-flop it. So let's look at the actual matchups in the game and talk about what we think will each side have to do to actually win this game. You got the receivers versus the secondary. Both of them have good receivers. Both of them have really good defensive backfields.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What would it take or what do you think the outcome would be between the Roosters receivers versus the wassa defensive backs? Like what is it going to look like and how
3: do you think it's going to happen? And up. You go first, Robert. Easy. Easy, quarterback play. Who got the best quarterback? Go ahead, I will wait. <laughs> who got the best quarterback? Purvis, Chris, Jabara, tell me. Right, seriously, be honest. Who have the best quarterback? I want to hear you got who got the best quarterback. I
5: who? think. Who? I think that Brandon's the
4: best quarterback. Who's a, now the who's the
3: best quarterback, Chris?
4: Yeah, I'd have to say Brandon as who's well. Who's the best
3: quarterback, Purvis? Brandon. Okay. Brandon. He got to get the ball to him. He's the better quarterback. So, back to the question, what about the receivers against the DBs? That's easy. Hey, man, how can you stop? You got Tim Thomas. Man, you got Bernard is American. Hey, that boy's an athlete. That boy is good. I like that boy. Get that boy the fucking ball. Get that boy the freaking ball, man. He's a playmaker, man. I, I, if, I, Brandon, I hey, if I was Brandon, I'd I was try to get him the ball all the time. All the time. Because he's your American playmaker. He's your American playmaker, you get that boy to rock all the time. The offensive line, I don't care how average the offense, the Rooster of offensive line is average. It's freaking good. <laughs> they always been average. They've never been dominant. They know what they have to do. You know, they do their job. They do their job well. So if they do their job well and they protect the quarterback long enough, Brandon's gonna get the ball to his playmakers. The Vaza defense, I don't know what what they what they rank. What, what kind of defense they running, Q? Man. Cover two. Cover two, man. Cover two, man. man. Wow. So Cover two man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Stacey Stacy is a playmaker. Yeah, I like Stacy back there as a playmaker, but Stacy can't be all over the field. It's impossible. Chris Young, yeah, he can run around on on the defense because he's a play linebacker. He can run around side to side. But he can't make plays when you got Jay- Jason out of the backfield also. It's impossible to stop them boys, man. Cause what the Roosters do, they do that play action stuff, or whatever they do play action with a run, you can't stop that. It's hard to stop. It's very hard to stop. What about, what about you, Jabari? What do you think about the Roosters receivers against the Royals
5: DBs? Um, I think that, like we said before, this is probably the best receiver group that we've seen in Finland in a long time. I mean, um, I think that they've put together a great unit of receivers. And um, the Vasa Royals, whether we want to say it or not, this defensive group is still young. I mean, like we said, this is their second year. They've been in the playoffs, but this is their first Maple Bowl And we're asking them to go against the receiving group with the running back that has been in the Maple Bowl and have won the Maple Bowl. So I think that their DBs have their hands full. And I think that if I could pick a receiver that's probably going to be the it factor for this game, it will be Bernard Luster. For the simple fact that he's been the leading receiver in the last few championship games that they played in and in the playoffs. But this year, he's not alone. Uh, Timothy Thomas has been just as equivalently good statistically as Bernard has, so it's going to be a tough challenge.
4: Yeah, I agree with both both the guys. Um, I think the Roosters' receivers win that matchup hands down. Um, there's just too much talent there. You know, even the two Finnish guys, uh, Kabmiri and, and Vassilev, they're really good receivers. And you know, with that with that RPO stuff they run, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just pulls it and goes. Like th- th- those those slots, they get a lot of catches. They get a lot of receptions um, and, you know, they, they they get a bit yak afterwards and it just keeps everything going. They just keep the offense ticking and ticking and ticking and then he can hit you over the top with Tim Thomas on the left, with Bernard on the right, and then with Jason out of the backfield. It's just endless. Like, they've technically got five receivers there, you know, with the with, with Jason out of the backfield. I could easily, you could easily line up Jason at the slot receiver and he would dominate his slot receiver as well. He's an athlete. You know, they've got athletes on their team. Um... Don't get me wrong. The Royals DBs, they're good. You know, they've got good. Uh, one good finish DB, uh, the corner, Khalifa. He's, he's been good all season. You know, I think he leads the league in picks, I think. Um, and he's been good all season. But that's one guy. Where where, where, where do you go to after? If he shuts down one receiver, you've got the other three. Mm-hmm. I, I just think the Roosters receivers are just going to dominate that secondary.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not going to say too much different than what y'all all just said. Uh I think the Roosters definitely have the, the win in this matchup. Their receivers are going to be better than the Wasser Royals defensive backs. But I also think, kind of like what you all guys said, the the Royals defensive backfield doesn't really rely as much on their DBs to make the plays as they actually want their linebackers to make the plays. And that's just unfair against the Roosters. They're never going to be able to stop those slots, like you said. And even if they were, you got Bernard Luster and Timmy Thomas on the outside. So, It's kind of a a one-sided affair right there, which leads you to think that this might be a shootout. Now we have to talk about the Royals receivers against the Roosters defensive backs, and we'll let Jabari lead this one off.
5: Um, I think that when we talk about the Roosters receivers, we talk about RJ Long, and uh, that's one thing that (laughs) separates the Roosters receiver group from the Royals is the Royals receiver group would not be a receiver group if rj is not in it and i think that compared versus the roosters secondary i think that their secondary has enough talent to limit rj and put the pressure on the other receivers to make plays the royals have decent receivers but i don't see a receiver outside of rj versus this defensive group that's gonna win the game so um (laughs) i take the roosters dbs versus the royals wide receivers for the simple fact of one You do have Curtis Slater, but don't forget you got Pierre back there, too, and he's, what, number two in the league in interceptions, and that's because they have, like everybody said, they have a defensive line that's applying pressure, but this group plays so well together. They know how to make the switches in certain coverages when they need to, but they also know how to press, and that's one thing that I want to see. I want to see how the Vasa Royals receivers play versus the press because one thing that the Royals' defense can do that the roosters defense can do the roosters can bracket the royals wide receiver group but you can't bracket the roosters wide receivers because you bracket bernard you exposing yourself to leaving three other four other people wide open you have to play honest versus them versus um versus the royals they do have talented receivers but i don't think they have enough versus the roosters in secondary.
4: what about you chris um I kind of agree with some of the what 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 Jabari said. Um I think we're being a bit too harsh on the world's receivers there. Uh you know, Spencer's a baller. I played with Spencer. He's he's a baller. and 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 like I said before, Nico, you got to watch out for him. He's surprisingly good. Um I still kind of edge towards the Roosters DBs though because you know, it, they do have that one target like Justin He he just throws it up to to RJ all the time, and, and 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 even though Curtis, I know you're you're quite small in the in the height department against the RJ, but you that you can get up. I've seen you jump. You have got hops, boy. Like I, I I know you can try and take that ball away from him. So you know I I'd I take those guys over him. Um, but yeah, it, this is a real tough matchup for me. I think this is probably going to be the one that could decide the game, maybe yeah. because. Can the can the can the can the Royals other receivers? If you take RJ Long out of the game, can the other three receivers? Can they do the job? I think that's going to be one of the biggest keys of the game.
3: And what Jabar was saying, Pierre was what 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 was he second second, second interceptions. interceptions. Well, it's a reason why because they didn't want to go to Slater.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, respect. That's why put some respect on his name.
3: Exactly. So Slater, you should be, you know. <laughs> but I think this right here. Uh, all right, I'm going to say it. Hey, the Roosters secondary. You have to go away from Slater. You have to. But with the, against the Roosters, I think I said it, you just got to go to trips. Because if you go to trips, Slater going to go to the trip side. Now, if you go to the trip side, now you got one-on-one one with number five. See, now we're talking football. You know, now you got one-on-one one number five. Now, if you watched the game last week against the Butchers, that quarterback for the Butchers overthrew that court, that, that that receiver number seven, like like like, like three times. He beat number five one on ones.
1: That's actually right. Actually, yeah, Olin?
3: yeah. So so we he beat him one on he, he beat him one on one. So now you got Oppo can play one on one. But I know if if, if R J was over there one on one, Slater will be over there hopefully. But if you got Oppo over there, Oppo pretty good. You got one on one with number five. That's How it is, that's how you beat because I know Vaza. If you're listening, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're listening, Vaza in the run game and trips, the backside safety has run responsibilities. Mm. Ooh, I, am you definitely, football. I am definitely right about that. you talking football, <laughs> so you can play action and beat number five one on one all the time. You can use Oppo over there, but you can't put RJ over there. You have to use Oppo because RJ is a factor. Slater gonna have to play Oppo. That's -hmm. how it's gonna have to be.
1: Y'all listening? Because
3: Slater is a playmaker, and Slater gotta be on the playmaker side. That's just how it's gonna have to be. Now, give the ball to the guy, the senior receiver on trips. (laughs) You're gonna beat number five all day. So I'm gonna take the Vazal receivers. God damn it! What? I'm gonna take take the Vazal receivers all day. I'm gonna take the vibes of receivers. Oh man! Hey, Slater can't do it by himself. Hey, nothing against Slater. Slater is a playmaker. He's the best defensive back in Finland. He is the best, but he can't do it by himself. Mm-hmm. He can't. So he gonna he's gonna need he's gonna need that. Hey, he's gonna need the other four or the other three guys to step up in the linebackers. Mm-hmm. He's gonna need that. So you just what you wanna do, is just put Slater on the trip side. <laughs> that's what you do. And you go one-on-one with number five. Mm. He, he called
5: him out. He said it was. But this hey. brings us back to what you said earlier. Now, if they do get that matchup, it's up to who to get him the ball. Justin. Ah. Yeah, Justin So we got to hope that Justin's listening to the show. Mm-hmm. And that in trips, he's not still going to RJ's eye. And he going to the backside. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, now we're talking football.
3: <laughs> now we're talking football. Hey. I know they're going to go away from Slater. I know I, I no, I'm, I'm serious. No, I am being honest. I know they're going to go away from him. That that yeah, would that, that would be smart. I would mm-hmm. go away from it, too. I want to go to his side.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So we got to so so they should make a game plan to make it 1 on 1 with number 5. Mm-hmm. Cuz number 5 is not good. He's horrible. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And Pierre oh, and wow. P- hey, hey, and, Pierre, and Pierre, he's good. You know why he's you, you know why he's not even that good, but you know why he's good?
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Because we got this guy right here sitting with us. Mm-hmm. That's why he's good. See that's why you need a player like that on your team that gonna make other players better. That's right. Even though they're not good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, so no, no, seriously, he made other players better. So, because they're not gonna go to him, they know they're not gonna go to him. So they're gonna go to this guy. So you play action, make him come up on the run. Cause I know he have run responsibility and trips. Cause I know the Roosters defense. I might be wrong. Am I wrong, Q? No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, so he got run responsibility. He's gonna come up, play action, hit the post over the top of one on one on the fade. It's all day.
2: Just to chime in on this, <laughs> I was gonna stay out of it, let y'all let y'all talk about it a little bit. But yeah. but for one, I'm gonna say this: uh, if you did watch the game last year, the, the the Maple Bowl last year, there was somebody who got an interception to uh to pretty much seal the game, yeah, yeah. and that was number five. Yeah. Now I don't I don't need him as a defensive player to make every single play. I just need him to make one. Mm. That's all I needed him to make one in the first quarter. And, and it could be in the first quarter, second quarter, whenever he make it. I just need him to make it. Um, as far as the matchups, like you guys are saying, um, the, the Royals do have a nice receiving core. Um, but I also, like I said before, uh, we're leading the league in interceptions. And uh, you don't, you know, a lot of those interceptions don't come by just the quarterback throwing us the ball. We actually go get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to 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 talk a little bit about Pierre. Um, just like any other player, you know, sometimes you don't have to just, you know, have to make every single play. Pierre makes plays sometimes uh, when we need it, and sometimes he, he he doesn't. I mean, that's just any other player. But um, as far as our secondary as a whole, um, since I am, I'll say, the DB coach, um, these guys have been working hard, man. They, they've been going against some quality athletes too. So you think about it, we only have one American import on defense. Mm-hmm. We're probably the only team in the league that's like that. You know, so uh, to, to, to get, you know, those guys are going against some, some great athletes all season. They've also played 16 games, and everybody else has played, I, I believe, maybe 12, 13. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These guys have been been going hard all year, been going against some of the best athlete, athletes in Europe, and they stayed strong, and they also have only lost one game. So um, to say that, you know, our, our secondary group isn't up to the that They should be. I, I take it kind of as a little, I won't say disrespect because I know we're talking football right now. We're talking facts. And uh, the fact is, is my secondary is on the number one team in this league. And these guys have been balling. They've been, they've been making plays when they need to. I'm, I, everybody gives up touchdowns, you know, and things like that. But I feel like, you know, if you're making the plays when your team really, really needs you to, then then you, you're just doing your job. All right, we
1: appreciate that. I mean, we understand it got a little out of hand. We got to give you your rebuttal, coach. We respect. We respect that. <laughs> but um, just I'm gonna give my two cents on it, and then we'll move on. I'm actually gonna agree with Robert and say that the Royals receiver winning this matchup. Uh, my reasoning, I think, is a little bit different. Um, we we've said R.J. Long a lot today. My reasoning with R.J. Long is that R.J. Long is R.J. Long. He gonna get what he gonna get. Like there's no stopping that. I don't care who y'all say. We'll do whatever. R.J. Long's going to get what he can in this game, and that's a fact. Now, taking R.J. Long out of the equation, now it comes down to, well, look at the Wassa receivers. They're not the greatest of receivers if you think about it in that aspect, but I'm only comparing the receivers to the defensive backs from the Roosters right here, and you, when you look at the defensive backs from the Roosters, you say they have two really good safeties, and then they have two corners, and both of those corners are decent corners. I actually think – Oxley is a decent corner, and the young guy, what is his name, Ville? Villeo, Vilio Ville Lepinen, right? He's a hell of a young player. But in my opinion, they're the weakest links on the defensive backs, and therefore with them going against these experienced receivers, those Watson receivers are all very experienced when you think about them being in the situations they're going to be against these guys. And one-on-one, they're probably not even going to end up playing against them one-on-one in this game. But this is all hypothetical right here. Hypothetically, I think that the Royals' receiving core is a little bit better than the cornerbacks you have starting for the Roosters' defense. So I'm giving the Royals the win on that aspect, but in all actuality, it could be a toss-up. But I really think it's going to come down more to the, the defensive and offensive line play anyways. But on paper, I'm giving the Royals' receivers over the Rooster defensive back. But now we'll actually let Slater defend his team. Go ahead, Slater.
0: Uh, you know, so I'm gonna go ahead and start this out with, um, DBs. Um, I hope y'all heard and recorded this and replayed it over, over and over until this game happens. Okay. Cause that's a call out and you know what we do to call outs? We answer them. Okay. So, uh, we're going to do a great job uh, this week. We've been, have been doing a great job, uh, getting them prepared, especially for those one-on-one times when the rare times that we will be going at one-on-one and, uh, come Saturday, uh. Whoever wins those uh, battles, I believe, will take on uh, the championship. And uh, I believe my, my guys are going to do the best that they can and uh, come up on top. Let's move on to the the real key of the game. Everybody
1: knows games are won in the trenches. So let's say Roosters' offensive line against the Royals' defensive line. Jabari, what you thinking?
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that um, compared to the Royals' defensive line, I do have – some good playmakers on that defensive line. I mean, they have a veteran, I guess his name is Efe. Fa has been pretty good. He's very strong. He's going to be able to penetrate and make some things happen. But one thing I like about the Roosters' offensive line is they're a young but experienced offensive line. Like, we talk about them being young, but these young guys have won championships already before. As a unit, I think that I'm still going to take the Roosters' offensive line versus the Royals' defensive line. And this is taking physicality out of the game. This is taking production. When you look at what we talk about, how well Brandon gets the ball to the receivers and how well Jason runs the ball, who do you give credit to? You give credit to the The offensive line. line. okay? Even versus the Royals, when the Roosters did lose the game, statistically, the Roosters won the game by statistics. Jason had rushing yards. The receivers had catches. I think that if Brandon didn't pay his worst game of the season, the Royals win the one won that game anyway. But that's me just speaking statistically. I think that the Royals' defensive line is good, but I still take the Roosters' offensive line because they play well and they have experience playing together in this type of game. Uh, out of, let's say, five linemen, I think four of them played in the Maple Bowl last year. Mm. So I'm never going to bet my money against the offensive line that has won five Maple Bowls.
3: Makes sense. What about you, Rob? What you got? Well, I can say this: uh, when I played with those guys in 2012 and 13 and 14. No, I'm being honest. These like, are facts. Like, yeah, yeah. Like these guys were like 17 years old, 18 years old. That's mm-hmm. True. You know, so 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 those guys they, they're well experienced in in this type of game. You know, so of course I'm gonna take the roosters' <laughs> line, even though they're they're not they're, they're kind of average, but they know what they're doing. If any time you know what you're doing, if you're average, you're gonna win all the time. And they got experience mm-hmm. they have experience experience is the key they what is this a sixth championship game and they were like 16 17 years old and they and then now just stay six one
5: mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna take the roosters offensive line all day mm-hmm. the Vaz, this is Vaz's what first championship game and like you said earlier in one segment that some of these guys lost to the roosters they lost to those same young guys mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so so now these young guys They've been, in, they've been in this situation before, and they're going to get the job done. And they have been getting the job done for six years in a row. So i got to take those guys.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I kind of agree with both the guys. I mean, you can't coach experience. You know, they've been there. They've done it. Um, the Royals D-line, yeah, they've got some good, some, some good athletes. They've got F.A., they've got Zakiri, you know, two really good D-linemen there that, that are going to get to the quarterback probably. You know, the O-line are not going to be perfect. The O-line are never perfect, but they're a tried-and-tested O-line. They've been there. They've got five championships. They're going for the sixth. Like they're just they're although they're young, they're seasoned veterans. Mm-hmm. And with that experience at that young age, you know they're still young. They're in their prime. Like they're in their prime of their of, of, of their sporting career now. So, you know, I, I have to take the Roosters O line just down to sheer experience, and they know what they're doing. And there's there's no one on that O line where you think, geez, he's huge. Like there's no massive offensive line in that Roosters O-line but they do what they're supposed to do and they do it well and 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 that that's all you need to ask from your O-line if they do what they're supposed to do they do it well Mm -hmm. you've got nothing to worry about
1: yeah I'm just gonna agree with all y'all and say yeah the Roosters O-line wins this uh, matchup a lot just like you said they got the experience Um, the Royals defensive line is is good I wouldn't say great I would just say good you name a couple of players that are great but that doesn't make the line great and this offensive line does what they're supposed to do. They're not asked to do crazy amount of like run blocking and pass setting and doing. They don't see too many different blitzes that just confuse them or anything like that. They do what they're supposed to do and they do it well. And that's always a recipe for a winning team. Do what you do and do it well. So going on to the next topic, actually same topic, but switching sides. Let's go Royals
3: offensive line. Versus Roosters defensive line Robert go ahead Well, I gotta go with the Roosters D-line They've been dumbing it all year You got Alco, you got this sweetest, uh MVP guy uh, You know But with the D-line It, it also takes the linebackers also Mm-hmm. Yeah we you take the front You know so the, the Roosters got experienced linebackers also I just like the roosters though, everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah, like that's but, true. Yeah, I, I just like them, man, because they they're experienced. Santu is experienced. Um, your boy from France, the middle Colton. linebacker, Colton. Colton. he's experienced. He, he's a good player. You know who, who was the outside linebacker? Redding. Ilya Ilya, Ilya, Ilya who, who's been with Turku and with the Wolverines. He played in the championship with the Wolverines. You know he, he he's experienced. Mm-hmm. You know that they, they 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 got some experience over there you know and 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 you know like i I just gotta take those guys, but the experience in ako is a freaking player yeah he, he he's a player man i, I think that's one of the guys that should be playing in another level than what he is now,
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Man, you know man amongst boys. yeah, he's a player, so i I got to take the roosters d line,
4: yeah, i mean i I kind of agree, I mean Oko he's a beast, you know, watching that guy play he's 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 nearly unstoppable, he's. He creates havoc for for um, for O lines. You know, if you if you game plan and try and double team him, then they're going to hit you with Olaf, the, the the Swedish guy from Karlstad. Like they've just signed him. He it's, it's pick your poison. Like who are you going to double team? You you can't double team more than two people because then you have got the other two offensive a uh, defensive line coming through. So I just think you know, there's no one really on that Royals O line that that stands out for me i mean eric bloomgrim yeah he's been doing a great job all season at that right tackle spot like he's he's a good guy um but you, you don't really see anyone stand out no one really stands out for me um so I, i've got to go with the roosters d-line as well i mean, it's, it's a no-brainer you have to
5: it's easy i go with the roosters d-line even if we take uh The two guys we talked about before, I think that the other guys on that defensive line are still good enough, even though we're not talking about them as much. They're good enough to win one on one like this defensive line is the best part of that defense. Not saying like the whole defense is not good, but as everybody said, their D line is the reason they have such a good secondary, because one thing I noticed about Oko, this guy has a motor. I've seen this guy rush and go chase somebody 20 yards downfield. And for what we call a finished athlete, that's something you don't see every day. Like, this guy pass rush and go tackle the receiver after he's caught the ball. You can't game plan for a freak of nature like that. And to think that the other three can win one-on-one, eh, I go with the Roosters D-line.
1: Yeah, I'm agreeing with y'all. I mean, pretty much the Royals' offensive line, like Chris said, nobody stands out, but that doesn't mean it's a bad offensive line. Y'all got to understand, we're talking about the two best teams in the country right Mm -hmm. now. Like, we're not just talking about two teams playing each other. The The Royals' offensive line is really good. But the Roosters' defensive line is, in the words of Robert Johnson, freaking great. Like, mm-hmm. you can't – good doesn't beat great. And that's the matchup we have here. We have a great defensive line in front seven versus a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. In this game, the the Royals need to be able to run the ball. They won't be able to. You can't run against this off, this defense for the Roosters, this front seven. You won't be able to. So, therefore, they're going to need the pass protect. That's like telling – uh, Oko and that defensive lineman to to just get ready to eat. they just licking their lips now. They know they're, they're, pa- they're pass rushing. You're giving them a green light. That's not what you want to do in this game, but that's what it's going to look like, and they're definitely going to win that matchup. So we'll move on to the next thing. This is going to be a, a whole topic right here because we've been talking about it all year. Jason Taylor. He's a topic. Jason Taylor. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows what he's capable of. I just want to let you guys talk a little bit about What he's going to bring to this game and what he's going to mean for this team in this game. Go ahead,
3: Rob. Hey, man, that boy Jason is a player. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you (laughs) say. Play with him. I know. Hey, man, get that boy the ball out of the backfield, man. But, hey, he's a great great freaking runner, too. You know, but it all comes down to the offensive line. Like I say, you know, those guys are experienced. You know, if 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 they get up to the next level like they're supposed to, you know, they can contain Chris, Chris Young. I think Jason gonna have a big game regardless. But you know, like, but the whole season though, Jason, you know, you know, Kari that 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 finished running back man, he's been playing pr- pretty good. Yep. You know keeping what I'm saying? Keeping Jason fresh. Yeah, keeping him fresh. So like, so Jason, so Jason is fresh right now. And it's a championship game, and, and you know he went to Purdue, which is a Division One team that plays in front of eighty thousand people. So he went, he's he's he, he, he's there. He's mm-hmm. that type of player. But like, uh, but I think you know if Brandon can hey, if Brandon can get him the ball out of the back out of the backfield, passing the ball, I think that'd be good, man. Because Jason is a good route runner also. I th- I think Jason is good out of the backfield with 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 you know with the pass game. But like, I I don't know the Roosters' game plan but i get the ball to him and at the whole game. I wouldn't even care about the finish, guys.
4: As I said earlier, Jason, I think he's probably the key to the game on, on the Roosters' offense. You know, he shows up in big games. As I said earlier, the past three Maple Bowls, he's been, like, the leader for that team offensive stats-wise. You know, and, and it's not just running a ball. As Rojo as said, catching the ball out the backfield. This guy's a baller, and, and yeah, you, you need to get him the ball. I think he's 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 going to be the X factor in the in this game, and I completely agree with what Rojo said. If you're game planning, get him the ball. Brandon, get him the ball. Uh, Jason. Jason's a great player. I've played with him.
5: I've seen him play for the last four years. Obviously, we know he's an impact player, but one thing we've talked about is skill and what he can do, but he's a veteran. He has great leadership. Even being on the sideline, He's the reason that young running backs like Kari are playing to the level that they're playing because they get to be coached and follow his leadership. So I think that that's the best – that's the most important asset that he brings to this game is just veteranship and leadership. And Jason's not a big guy, but he plays big. And <laughs> it's just – he's just a, a guy that – he's hard to stop. He can do whatever you need him to do.
1: Yeah, uh, me, I'm going to go a little different on this today because, I mean, we, we know who he is. We know how great he is. Jason Taylor, like – I'm a running back. If anybody ever seen me actually play football when I was young, I was a running back. And I saw Jason Taylor playing in Swarco, and I was like, damn, that's a running back. And I looked up to him, and we're damn near the same age. I think I'm older than him. But, like, <laughs> I liked his style of play, the way he played the position. You could tell that he was a trained running back. You could tell that he was a D1 athlete. You could tell he was a professional on the field. You could tell he had different gears. He could, he could turn it on when he needed to. He don't waste energy in the game, but it doesn't make him lazy either. He also doesn't take plays off. So when he came over to the Roosters, he just continued being who he was. And he's always done that. And even during this season, there's games where you're like, oh, they're not getting Jason Taylor the ball. He probably doesn't like that. You talk to the guy, he's like, no problem. I'm going to do what I do when a when team needs me. He's a team player. Like, he's the epitome of what you want to be if you're a football player. And – I'm just gonna take this opportunity to tell Jason, man, you're my you're my hero, okay? Straight up. You're the running back that every running back in Europe should aspire to be because that's who you are. Now I'm gonna give Coach Q a chance to say something right here if you he want to.
2: Uh, Jason, man, I, like I said, I've been watching him play uh, for the last few years, and, and honestly, man, some of the stuff that he does, uh, you would think he was literally 6'3", 220 pounds man, sometimes. stiff arm, boy. Yeah, like his, <laughs> from, his, from his stiff arm to him uh, breaking tackles, uh, his balance, uh, just the ability he has as a running back and as a receiver is just amazing. And uh anytime you can have a guy like that on your offense, um, you can never get him the ball enough and just think, like, he doesn't really – get the ball over 14, 15, 16 times like normal running backs in the league do. Yeah. Um, because he, he, we also, you know, don't need him to. You know, we've been getting the job done with the carries that he's had. And uh, Kari has been getting a lot of experience because of it. Um, so, you know, Jason Jason has done probably everything that an organization would want him to do. Um, he's always positive. Uh, he's never negative. I've never seen one time that he was negative at all. So he's, he does everything we ask him to do. Um, so he, he's obviously, you know, one of the leaders on the offense. And uh, just to just to you know toot his horn a little bit, I mean, like he like you say, he's the epitome of a of an American running back. You know, in Finland. he does it the right way, um, on and off the field. And I think that's important. Uh, his reputation is, is is what it is, and and everybody has nothing but good words for him. So um, I'm just happy that he was he was on this team again.
1: All right, next topic, we're gonna talk about another great player. Okay, we just talked about Jason Taylor from the Roosters. Now we're gonna talk about R. J. Long, from the Wausau royals go ahead q say what
2: you got. <laughs> rj uh yeah i coached rj um in 2013 oh actually 2015 with the uh, helsinki 69ers and uh that was the year he won the mvp um rj is a is, is a baller man i mean as far as when it comes down to the ball being in the air and somebody going to get it uh i'll put my money on him you know every time even though he's playing against us um he's somebody you always got to watch out for We've done a great job, actually, in the two games that we have played against RJ. I think he's he only has uh, maybe one touchdown in the two game, well, two touchdowns in the two games he played against us. So I think that's that's pretty much containing him um, because he's he's capable of scoring four or five times if, if you don't, you know, contain him like you should. Um, he is a baller. I mean, from from his size to his jumping ability to his hands, um, he can take that team on his back. And uh, you know, he's definitely one of those guys who who. Who you have to worry about, you know what I mean? Aside from, from being my friend off the field, um, he's, a, he's a competitor. He likes to win. Uh, he, he talked to nothing about, nothing but about the Maple Bowl the last few years. He just always wanted a chance to get into the Maple Bowl. So um, as a friend, I'm happy to see him finally get there. Um, it's just too bad that he has to go against my team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but he is a baller, and, he, and, and, and he's been doing a lot for the he, – he probably, I won't say conventionally, but he's up there probably for the MVP of this year. You know what I mean? So um, I'm convinced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced. Uh, well, yeah, he he's probably conventionally up there in the top two. Um, I could have I could have played Brandon the last three games of the season and let him throw for thirteen hundred more yards, but you know what I mean? It, it wasn't needed. But yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, which it wasn't needed because y'all <laughs> it was, was that good. It just wasn't it, needed. It, it, it wasn't needed, but no, just <laughs> not to take anything away from RJ. He does everything that he can for that team, and uh, and everything that he gives. You know, he deserves it. So um, we definitely have to be aware of him um, coming into this game. What about you, Rob?
3: What you? RJ, man, you my homie, man. You my dog. Hey, you my dog out, out the field. You know what I'm saying? But look, RJ, I know you're a playmaker. I know he's a playmaker. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, RJ is a game changer, man. You know, like, hey, well, I just want to say this, RJ. I'm sorry that we didn't win a championship, man, and we can't get you with a Wolverine. <laughs> okay? I'm, I'm sorry about that. But look, hey, but but R.J. man, he's a game changer. You know, he, he, he's one of the best. You know, one of the best uh, receivers in Finland. You know him and Bernard Lustin, You know that. You know they want A one B to me. Um, R.J. Uh, I, you know he, he he got the size, he got the speed, and he can run routes. You know you can get him the ball. You can get him a ball on the screen. He can he can take it to the house. He can beat you. You know one on one on the fade. Throw it up to him. He make a catch. You know, but uh, R.J. is that guy. You know, but it's going to take more than R.J. to win the championship this game.
1: What about you, Jabari?
5: Um, I play with R.J. I mean, I've actually thrown him the ball two years, and I think that he's one of the best receivers in Europe, not just because we're friends and I play with him, but everywhere he's played, he's been the best. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I got a chance to play half a season with him with the 69ers, and I had one of my best seasons in in Finland because he makes it easy. In Poland, he made me MVP quarterback because he makes it easy. So I definitely think this is a guy that Justin appreciated having. I mean, even still throwing 15 picks, that's what he does. But I think that playing with RJ makes makes you better. He knows how to um, build the guys around him. And, I mean, I'm not even talking about the game. I mean, we're just talking about RJ. So, I mean, I think he's a great player. And off the field, he works hard. Uh, I think that Justin probably wouldn't be in Vasa if it wasn't for RJ. So... Just to thank R.J. Because I'm quite sure with R.J. coming, they needed to get somebody that can get him the ball. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that he is going to be the difference maker for the Vasa Royals. And this is a prayer that you got to watch, even in the return game. We had not seen it a lot, but R.J. can return kicks and punts. Mm-hmm. He can do it. And play safety. And play safety. So my reason, I think that he's the MVP. I mean, Coach Q made his imports. But I think that he had a similar season this year playing multiple roles for the team that he did when he was MVP in 2015. So, yeah, let's not forget he he probably has a better completion center than percentage than Tampa to his quarterback right now. So, I mean, he, we <laughs> – I'm just – A little bit of shade, just a little bit of shade. So, I mean, I think overall, all around, he's a great athlete. I mean, you can put him anywhere you need him to be and he'll try his best to get it done. So, I look forward to him in his first Maple Bowl playing a big game.
4: Uh, If I could describe RJ, I'd probably describe him as a Swiss Army knife. Mm. He he can do anything. He can play defense, he can play receiver, he can play quarterback. Um, I I watched the game uh, when they played the Huskies the second time at the Huskies ground and Roman Runner did a really good job on him at corner. So what the Royals did at halftime is they moved him into that number three position in the slot to get him the ball and then he just completely dominated. You know, so he can line up at number one, he can line up at number three, he can line up at number two, he can line up at quarterback and throw the ball, he can be a, tr- a, a guy on a trick play with an end around and throw the ball, he can play safety, like, he's he is your Swiss Army knife, like, and any any coach would want this guy on your team. Like, I agree with Jabari, he's probably, if not the best, one of the best receivers in Europe. You know, he he is an absolute athlete, and I know, I know if I was playing quarterback, I'd try and get him the ball every play. I'll be even throwing it up because that guy can just high point the ball and just bring it down. He he is a machine, and 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 I agree he probably is going to be the MVP of the league this year. Um, and Slater. you know, <laughs> Slater. <laughs> and he and yeah, he's he's uh he's just an athlete, and he's he's going to be big in this game if if Justin can get in the ball, if Justin can get in the ball, he's going to do things with it.
1: All right, I got last to last talk about uh, Mr. Long. Uh, dude's a, a, a freak athlete. Like you said, he's fast, he's big, he can play all four receiver spots anywhere on the field. He can play receiver, he can play running back, he can play quarterback, he could probably play defensive line if you gave him a little time to practice it. Like, the dude can do anything and everything for the team. The only thing I don't like about RJ Long is, when I don't pick his team, he sends me messages on uh, Facebook the next morning. <laughs> like, I wake up and, why you didn't pick us, bro? Should've a, picked us, hey, bro. That's, that's a guy
3: that's hungry. You yeah. I respect so, that shit.
1: Yeah. So, like, I mean, I don't want to be waking up to that all the time, man. But I appreciate it because that's the type of guy he is. Like you said, he, he's a competitor. Like, he's going to listen to this. And if if we don't say what he like, he's going to use that as motivation. Mm-hmm. He's, he came to one of my games this year. He's like, well. Perfect Perry doing a lot of talking. I got to see what he's about on the field. Like, I appreciate that. And that's the type of guy he is. He's one of those players that can change the game on the field, but that's not just who he is on the field. That's who he is as a person. Like, he's a competitor, and you always appreciate
3: competitors. I think I, th- I think Slater should be – hey, I'm not saying that because he up here and I'm not on your nuts, Slater. But, hey, I think you're I think you the MVP player. And let me tell you why. When you catch – hey, because you, 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 you're – you're a difference makers on the defense. You make plays. Guys, they go away from you, and when they do go to you, you 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 make plays. You, you know, you catch a pick and you will take it to the house. Mm-hmm. You made the deep. You make you make the deep. You make defenders and the French DBs better.
0: <laughs>
3: you know, no real talk. I think that that's, that's what the MVP. The MVP is like who, who who you gonna make better. Like when you're around, you who, who you gonna who, who you gonna make better, and he make his guys better. Mm-hmm. And I th- and in my opinion, I think Slater is the MVP.
0: That's you right. know what
3: I'm saying? Like how many touchdowns you have? How many touchdowns Slaters have? How many how many touchdowns you have? Oh, no, no, I'm being real. Like, I ain't on your nuts in that nigga, but I'm real I'm real talk. There's probably three. Three. Yeah. On defense. Three. But how many picks you have? Five. Five. five eight. and that hey. Now, now, now name somebody else and name somebody else in Finland that, that that has that. Go ahead. I'll wait. I don't think it's too many. In the, in the past four or five years, go ahead, I wait. Mm. Nobody, mm-hmm. and they and they don't go to him. He's the MVP. Am I?
1: There you go. You know what I'm saying? You got it. All right, so we move on to the next topic. Now, this topic, yeah, is. I'm gonna need y'all to be. Uh, uh, let's just try <laughs> to keep this topic civil, okay? Uh, yeah. So the next topic is Justin. Satteler. Okay, hold on now. Hold on. Rain. <laughs> we, uh, we, give, we give Justin Satteler a hard time on here pretty much every week. But he has made it to the Maple Bowl for the third straight season. So let's just talk about what does this game mean to his legacy here in Finland and how does the outcome affect him as a player. And we'll, we will not let Robert go first. We'll let Jabari go first. <laughs> well, well, I, well, I can't go first. <laughs> Look, what will brutal? You brutal. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save the massacre for the end. Go you ahead, Jabari.
5: Um, I played against Justin, and I had a chance to watch him play this year. Nice, and um, with all the criticism he's taken, I think that overall he's been a good quarterback. Um, he's been an all-star every season. He's led whatever team he's played with to the Maple Bowl. So I think that he's made his mark in Finland as being one of the top quarterbacks. I mean, statistically and with production. Um, I think this game simply just – for every quarterback, I mean, if you have got here three times and you haven't won it, I mean, it does a lot. It says, are you the guy that's just statistically good or can you bring in championships? Uh, Robert can tell you best. It don't matter how many times you get there. If you don't win it, it don't mean nothing. And I think for him... Hold on,
3: hold on, hold on, bro. What that supposed to mean? Because you've <laughs> won
5: it three times, so your legacy is great because you've won it. Won that
3: shit five times. Five it's times.
5: Great. I'm talking about three times with the Roosters. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Robert could tell you that it don't matter how many times you get there if you don't win it. I mean, Justin's been there three straight times, but he has to win it. And I think that that's what everybody remembers. They ain't, they're aint they not going to remember how many yards he's thrown for, how many touchdowns, or how many times he's gotten there. They're going to remember how many times he, he won it. And in his case, it's going to be who he wins against. Uh, that does a lot for his legacy because, I mean, it's hard to get to the championship. It's a long season, and many factors are played into it. So to get there three times is great. But to win it means everything. But overall for his legacy in Finland, I think that without a shadow of a doubt, he'll always be remembered as a top quarterback in the league, but he'd just be the quarterback that couldn't win it.
4: Yeah, I agree. It's 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 something what do you want to be remembered for. You you don't I want was like, I got five <laughs> <laughs> And when you go when you go to the final and you, you, you lose two times and, Potentially three times, you know, that's what people are going to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, statistically, yeah, he's been a baller for the last three years. You know, he's throwing that rock around. You know, he's had, yes, he's had good receivers to throw to, but he's still got getting the ball. And so I I, I think, um, I don't think it'll affect his legacy too much because, like Jabari said, people are still going to remember him. Like he was still a good quarterback, but is he a great quarterback? Can he can he get the monkey off his back? Can he win that championship? Because this is the third time in a row now that he's been there. No you know?
5: pressure.
4: Exactly. <laughs> can, can he do it? Can he do it? Um, they they say big big players show up in big games. So, Justin, you gonna show up this year? Let's 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 see it. I wanna see it. All right. Hey.
3: I'm just saying, like, it's it's not about legacy, just Justin. It's really not. It's all about like your one moment. You know, as a quarterback, you only got one moment to make a play. You know, like as a quarterback, you know, like are oh, you gonna get the guys to follow you in crunch time? You know, like when you, it's gonna be as a quarterback. It's gonna always be adversity, no matter what. Justin might go out there and throw two interceptions, three interceptions, four interceptions, five interceptions. It don't matter if you throw that many interceptions, if you got a defense to back you up. But it's all about what you're going to do when that time is needed. That's what this is about. You know, the question is, is Justin, even if it's raining, and you know you're playing against one of the best defenses in in fuck in, in, in Finland. You know you're playing against one. Of the, you know you playing against the best defense. So how are you gonna come out and motivate your guys? How are you gonna get your offensive line to work hard for you? To to hold those guys up for you long enough for you can make that play. That's what it's about. It's about like how how are you gonna get your receivers to paint that picture for you. Because your receivers are Picasso. That's what they are. They are Picasso, and what you are, you are the people that's gonna that's gonna come and watch Picasso. So you're trying to read to see what Picasso what he was thinking about when he was drawing that picture for you. So you gotta read that. You gotta read that stuff. <laughs> that's all you have to do. It's not. A, it's not about Justin and his legacy, because if if because if it, it, Justin he gotta understand it's not about him. Mm-hmm. It's about the guys that's a, the other ten guys that are around him. It's about the other ten guys that are around him. It's very simple to be a champion as a quarterback. It's very simple. <laughs> it's all hey, Justin, I hope it don't rain. <laughs> I'm being real with you. I'm being honest. Justin, I, I hope it don't rain. Because in the rain, you falter. You're a great you are a great a great great regular season quarterback in my eyes. But it's all about the big game. It's all about the big game. In the big game, you're going to play against the best players. You're going to play against these these Helsinki Roosters with one with the best defense in the league. So you got to make sure your receivers come out and paint a picture for you. And if they paint a picture for you, the only thing you got to do is just be a fan and read that thing for you and just read it. Get them boys the ball this big. <laughs> all right so uh hold on i'm not done oh, tell him robs go ahead i'm go not ahead. done tell justin what he need to do no i'm being real justin you know you got slater as a playmaker you go at the playmaker you make that playmaker make plays that's what you do you let that playmaker know i'm here too so who's gonna win i feel like i'm the quarterback so i'm gonna win because the ball is in my hands I, di- I dictate where the ball goes Not not you Justin That's how it's gotta be I dictate where it goes Not 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 Slater Cause we know he the best player in fin- Best DB in Finland We know it We know he ain't gonna dictate Where the ball goes I'm gonna go I'm gonna go at you Right now That's all you gotta do And if you constantly Go at this playmaker He gonna think He gonna say look This man going at me Ain't nobody Ain't nobody went at me like this Now he's thinking Now we got him hesitate and when he hesitate we got him. When he hesitate we got him. That's all we want him to do is hesitate.
1: Just a little bit.
3: Just a little bit.
1: With Justin right. Sautolaire, I mean, his legacy it's it's he, those stats that he has, those uh all-star days been voted, all his records in Finland, those are stats. Like those are facts. No one can ever take that away from him. Now Him going to the Maple Bowl twice and not winning it. No one can take away the fact that he went to the Maple Bowl. There's people out there who ain't ever played in any type of championship game in their life. I'm sitting next to somebody who just started playing in championship games, what, this year? I won't say his name. Anyways, he's already done everything he needs to do to say that he's one of the best players to play the game in this area during his time. He's done that. Now, for him, the, the outcome of this game... If he wins this Maple Bowl, that's all he needed. He
4: won't.
1: If he doesn't if he doesn't win this Maple Bowl, then it wasn't meant to be, mm-hmm. but it doesn't take away anything or any of the accomplishments that he had coming into this game. Exactly. So for me personally, I mean, he'll always be a great player, and his legacy is intact. There's nothing that could affect it. But as a player as well, like he has to, like you said, Robert, this is his moment. Mm-hmm. Like for him, this is his moment. He only gets one. He's got to take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Now, what we'll do next is we'll let uh, Slater say whatever he want to say right now. Go ahead. Mm -hmm.
0: Just a little rebuttal to that. Uh, I do respect it when they do come at me. Uh, I think it it enhances my game a little bit just because I take it more of I guess you're here to play, too then than you going away from me and, and trying to avoid going towards me. So I, I give Robert uh, – I, I kind of agree with him a little bit. If you do get me to hesitate, but just remember that hesitation may hurt you. It may not hurt you. Um, in my favor, uh, I'm going to stick with it may hurt you uh, because I've been waiting all season for this.
1: He always has – like hey,
0: the. he yeah, says the right the thing exactly. all the time. <laughs>
1: hey, you
3: know what? He thought about it. I made him think. That's the thing. You got to make him think back there. Uh See, he's thinking. Yeah. And we just talking. Think about it when you were playing with him. You got to make him think because he's a a great player. He's a great player. You got to make those great players think. You got to make those great players make those great plays. Go at him. Don't be scared to go at him. I I know he might get a pick or two. It's all right. (laughs) 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 It's all right if he get a pick or two. But guess what? You're going to continue to go at him. But after the game, what what you just said, you respect it, right? He said he respected. So he's going to respect you because you went at him because he know he's great and you and he know what you can do.
1: So now we know if Curtis later gets two picks, it was Rojo's fault, right? No. Nah. You don't want to
2: throw it at Let him. Let me say You don't want to throw
1: it at him. Go ahead, Q. All right. So let's, let's
2: I'm, I'm going to just say this. I came up in a different era when it comes to uh, imports. And that's not a knock on the imports right now. But I came up with, you know, the Robert Johnson, the Cedric Johnsons uh Steven Stokes. Mm-hmm. You know, these are guys who like if you if, if, if who who are winners, you know what I mean? And when they when they come down to the end of the day, these guys win. Like like Rob said, like I, I mean me and Rob been talking noise to each other for years. <laughs> and 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 that's just a about the comp the competitor. Like when you when you're a baller, I don't mean like a football player. I don't mean like oh I'm a play Mark, I may play sometime. When you're a baller and you look on the other side of that of of, of that line of scrimmage and you see the, the best guy they got. In your mind, you want them to try you, and and I best believe you could ask R.J. Okay, R.J. If Slater's in, is on you, do you want Justin to throw you the ball? He's gonna tell you yes. Uh, yeah. He gonna tell you yes. Now, if your quarterback is looking over there and saying, "Oh, I ain't, I ain't gonna try him," then that tells you something about his character. Mm-hmm. That tells you something about his competitors. If if he don't think his guy is better than him, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like we, it's it's it's, it's now it's that is that okay. Uh, it's it's no different than than um, having seven people in the box and you having a beast mode as a running back. Now to offensive guys, all oh, the box is loaded. We don't run it. We gonna, we gon' you know what I'm saying? As to a, to a, to a beast mode type of person, give me the ball. I don't care if they got three linebackers in the box. It's all mentality. So to to go back on the Justin thing, I mean Justin is he has gotten there um, to the Maple League and and that's great. If you want to tell your grandkids some stories, you know what I mean later on in life. Wow. but at, that, but man. at the end of the day where's your jury wow. where's your jury that's the only thing that matters when it's when you're talking about competitors and you're talking about real football players did you win or did you not win the big game
1: mm-hmm. i told you i'll to take it easy on this man no I'm, that, that, that just that. that's
2: that's just being i'm not talking as the <laughs> roosters head coach i'm talking as a foot as a football player like am i win or have i won the big game or have i not because the stats and all that stuff—that's for family members, that's for the media, that's for your friends. Oh yeah, you know I threw thirty touchdowns. That's cool, but my friends—if I tell my friends, "Oh, I had twelve sacks this year," da da da—but did you win the championship game? Yeah, that that's is. That's the only question. thing they care that about. Is the question. You're you right about. So, yeah, you said that the right way. So when it comes down to his legacy, I, if, if that means something to Justin, okay, cool. But right now, he has something to prove, not only to himself, but to to his family, to to his friends, to everybody to say. Because at the end of the day, you happy that your that your friend or your family member, oh, you went to the championship. But it's better when you win. That's right. And that's what he got to do. And he, and he definitely got something to prove. So so I in that factor, you know what I mean? Like Justin, I know I know, I mean, we don't I don't know him like that. I played against him. I mean not played against him, but I've coached against him. The guy can get you to the championship game. He hasn't got past that part, but he has another chance and he's somebody who you always have to worry about because he's he's capable of, of beating you.
3: There you go. I still, I still take Slater <laughs> over Solitaire because Solitaire he, he's afraid of him. You can't be afraid of him. I think every quarterback is afraid of Slater. Can't be afraid of Slater. You heard Slate? You know what is before Slate? Slater, Slate. He's been slaying them boys.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So,
3: so, 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 guys are scared of that. But he can't be scared of Slater. He, he gotta go at him. He gotta go at him. That it, ain't nothing else to do but go at Slater. Make make that best player play. You make him win the game. Make make, make Slater make plays. All right. He he he's, it's been too easy for him. It's been too too easy for him.
5: <laughs> and you got one. I'm
3: being real. It, it, try, man. Yeah, it, it's been too easy for him. Like 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 he, he's an athlete. Like he's a, he's a ball hawk He it's, it's been easy. Slater over there getting free money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's been easy for him. Like, like, go at him. Don't, don't be afraid to go at Slater. Don't be afraid to go at him. He's a baller, man. I'm saying he's a baller. Go at him.
5: I'm glad that everybody said what they had to say. And to wrap it up, I think ultimately for Justin, what a lot of people want to see is, are you just a good player or are you a leader? Because um when we talk about championship games and even winning and losing them, how are you losing these games? Is your team winning because of you or are they losing despite of you? I think a lot of people want to see that because it's easy to turn on Maple Leaf from last year and say, dang, you know, Justin missed this, that, this, and that. And I think that that affects what you're represented for more than anything. Like, this whole season, what have people been saying? He's a system quarterback. He's not a playmaker. He's not a leader. He needs a ton of pieces. He needs this game, if anything, to prove that he's not those things. Like, you can look at some games and take out wins and losses and say, damn, that dude played his ass off. Last week, I seen that man play his ass off.
3: Damn right, I played my ass off. So with Any that being there, said, Robert?
5: with that with that being said, people remember that too. Like football is still a team sport, so I don't think the championship is won just because Justin's out there playing. Mm-hmm. But games can be lost by an individual now. Okay. I mean, when you are throwing fifteen picks in the season and three in the championship game. Now, I'm not being biased. I've never played in the championship, so I can't say that oh, what is it like to be in there? I haven't played in the Maple Bowl. But for other quarterbacks looking on, I'm still saying to myself, well, damn, if I was there, I probably wouldn't have did that. And I think that's that's how the spectators see it. From quarterback to quarterback, Justin, you got to prove to people that you are a leader. You got to prove to people that – and Justin's still a young quarterback. Most of the guys in this league are. So, when you look at this game and you go into the next season, do you look at this game and say, well, damn, we didn't win it, but do I invest the rest? Do I do? This is my franchise player right here. Can he get me there again but actually win it? Because a lot of people, Rob, what's your record in the championship? Can't remember.
3: It's a lot of them.
5: Exactly. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is when you have a quarterback that you say, okay, we got Robert Johnson. We're not just going to get to the championship. We're going to win it. Nah,
3: but it can't be like that because you 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 know I can't do it by myself. Exactly. As J- if Justin know, we, Justin know that Slater gonna take away half of the field. Mm-hmm. He knows that. If we know he's gonna take away half of the field. Like like as a coach, like okay, we're not gonna go here because it's half of the field because Slater's here. No, you you as a quarterback, you need the whole field. So you're gonna have to go at him. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's gonna make a play or he ain't. He's gonna make a play. Slater is gonna make a play or he's not gonna make a play. You know what I'm saying? So you got to you got to use the whole field as a quarterback. You can't you can't just go to one half. Mm-hmm. You got to go at him. That's what I'm saying. You got to go at Slater. If you go at Slater, now you're opening up everything else. Cuz like if you go at Slater, you yeah you, know, you you can run some post curls. If he come up on the curl route, you can hit the post. You know what I'm saying? We I don't know. I don't know what to do because I know I know that corners is average. If I was if if I was just I know okay, their corners are average, but I know they got the best safety and fit in Europe. I know that So now I use RJ As a decor So RJ Get up on Slater Make him play you, Make him play Now you got one on ones With these With these Average finished corners Cause now you got Alpo And now you got Cutler That's what you gotta do But you can see It got to go to Slater's side You said You're gonna have to and he got to have some kind of heart to do that, right? Yeah, you got to have it because it's all about mentality. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's all about the mentality. Mm-hmm. Like you got to be like, man, if f- these guys. <laughs> hey, 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 I know Slater is a playmaker. I know it. I know he's a playmaker, but if this man. I'm going to go at this guy. Hey, he making money like I'm making money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here in Europe try- trying to make something. Hey, I'm going to go at him. Look, what's up? What you got? Mm-hmm. Me and you, one-on-one. On the quarterback, that ball getting out my hand, hey, you make a play on it. If you don't make a play on it, I got you. If you hesitate, I got you. That's how it's got to be. It, it, it came it, It's nothing else. Nothing else. Slater, you going to have to make plays today.
4: <laughs> you got
3: to make plays. That's how it got to be. You got to make him go at you. And then, so, how, how, like, man, man boy, boy, let me stop talking. <laughs> boy, let me stop talking. Cause, hey, go on, let talk. Because like, like, I, I got R.J., who is what, 6'3"? 6'1". Man, hey, well, well, look, well, look, well, look? Hey, hey, in the college, if you go to college in the roster, they're gonna three. say he's six three. Mm. <laughs> and how tall are you? Five eight. five eight. So in the college, they're gonna say he's right. What? What? 5'11". Five, five, eleven. Five seven three. Yeah, four, five seven, five seven, eleven. They they gonna, gonna say they gonna say he five eleven. So what you gonna do? I say okay, R J. Boom, mm-hmm. go out, boom boom, run the out route, one on one. I'm gonna make one on one with him. Throw it up high, let him get it. Okay, we know he's gonna make play. We know Slater gonna make plays. We know that. But let's make him make plays. Don't be scared of him. Let's make him make plays. Let's make the best player on the team make fucking plays. That's what you want to do. Mm. Make him make plays. And now I got my best guy on their best guy. And I'm the best guy at quarterback. There
5: you go. So
3: now that means look, if my best guy going against their best guy, and I'm the best quarterback in Europe, that's how I feel if I was Justin. I'm finna get it to I'm finna get it to my best guy against their best guy, and I'm going to win. You know why I'm going to win? Because you're the best guy. Because I'm the best guy. Mm. Yeah, I got that one. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I'm going to win, so I'm, I got to go at him. Yeah, we know he's going to make plays. Yo, he might bat the ball down. He might get a pick. Let him make a pick. We're going to go back out there and go and do the same thing until he do He He's going to have to do it over and over and over again. To stop it. To stop it. Yeah. That's how it's got to be, Justin. Don't be scared. Please don't be scared. I know Slater make these boys scared. <laughs> Hey, Slater be scaring these boys out here, man. I know it because he's a player. He scared these boys. I said
1: take it easy on Justin, and we went definitely as not easy as you can go. Anyways, uh, next thing we talk about, uh, we'll do this one quick because we've been here for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But I said we was going to be here for a while. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about the X factors in this game. Just everybody give a quick sentence. What do you think is going to be the X factor in this game? What do you think is going to be the difference
3: in this game, right here, uh, you know what? Let's start with you, Rob. Uh, Slater. That was surprising. Hey, he's the X factor. Like I say, R.J. is the player. He got to be able to stop um R.J. and and well, we not just R.J. He just got to be able to stop the pass game. I think Slater's gonna be the X factor. Slater Slater made plays. He made he he made plays every game. You know, if Slater don't make a play, if Slater don't make a play, I don't think the defense is going to be successful. That's just my honest opinion. This guy makes plays all the time. He's the X factor. He's the best player. He's the best defensive player in Finland, in my opinion.
4: I have to go with Jason Taylor. He shows up. Like I said earlier, I keep repeating myself, but he shows up in the big games. And he's, I know he's going to show up. I know he's going to show up. Get him 20 touches, he's going to be your X factor.
5: I think quarterback play. We've been talking about it all day. Not just for Justin, but for Brandon, too. Like we said, the quarterbacks in these games, they got to be the best players. I think quarterback play is going to be the X-Factor.
1: For me, I think the X-Factor in this game will be organizational structure and coaching, if I if that can if I can mix, mix that all to one. When you look at the Roosters team and the organization there, like they have a history of winning. They know how to win. They have a very large coaching staff, a lot of people helping, a, a large support group mm-hmm. for the Roosters. When you look over at the the Royals, they got a lot of fans. But what about the coaching staff that they need? What about having the organizational structure to make sure that they can compete every year and play up to the level in this game? They've had a lot of games this season where they didn't even have all their players because of different things. The Roosters are a deep team. They've never had that issue. They've prevented themselves from having injuries that will affect the amount of players they have at the games and who's available. So in this game, I really think it's going to come down to which team is more custom and more set up to win this game. Uh, we're going to let Q and uh, Slater do this too.
3: Hey, I want to bet um, a couple of water bottles that Slater have an interception. <laughs> who, who, who want to make that bet? A couple of water bottles. Who want to make that bet? I guess I'll make it because ain't nobody else making it. All right, that's a bet. That Slater have an interception. And two water bottles. Two water
1: bottles. All right. All right, that's a bet. Now, if he don't have an interception, what I get? Two water bottles. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's two water bottles. Okay, okay. I was just making sure. Yeah, was like. That That's what you get. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah.
3: And it's a bet. That's a bet.
1: Y'all heard it here first on AFF. Two water bottles. Slater
2: gets or doesn't get an interception. Yeah. Go ahead, Q. Um, I think the X factor, uh, for this game, um, I'll say two things. Uh, a guy that nobody's really talking about. Uh, we call him pumba Uh, we picked him up from Covella, um, at the end towards the end of their season. And I and I tell you, this guy's been making plays, man. I'm telling you, this is somebody who who, who you, special team wise, defense wise, he's always around the ball. And I think I think Timone uh, will definitely be the X factor in this game. I'm gonna have to agree with Q on that. Uh, I think
0: he's gonna do a great job on uh, the inside receiver, especially on Cutlin. Um, he's got the speed and he's got the strength to be able to to, to disrupt his route running. Um, I think he's going to do a big job for us uh, in this game.
3: Y'all boy, stop being political, correct? We all know Slater going to be that guy.
0: <laughs> we all know that. Stop stop with that, Slater. He, he just going to make my job a little easier. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> all right, and yeah. then I, then I got to get you those two water bottles. Yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate that. We'll take this time now to do our predictions.
1: All right? We there now, fellas. We're going to do our prediction of who we think is going to win. Explain your prediction shortly, briefly. Cause mm-hmm. We've done a lot of talking about this. And then give us a score for your prediction, except for Robert, because he don't do scores. Mm-mm. Okay? So we'll, we'll each go through it, and uh, we'll st- – Oh, before we even get started, we actually recorded the Spaghetti Malia show, and we're just going to add these predictions in there. Uh, Seth Peters went for the Roosters, and Stan Bedwell chose the Roosters. So now we'll go with Jabari. Who you got? I bet been on bit? Red
5: all day. Um, my reasons being uh, they've been here before. And I still think they're better the team despite one loss. I mean, we've seen when the Roosters have played their best versus the Royals, they dominated them. And I think that if they show up like I think they're going to show up in the championship game with ring number six on the line, they're going to beat them, and they're going to beat them bad. I don't think it's going to come down to a close game. I predicted them to be poor by three scores. They did it. So I think they might be Vasa by three scores. I'm picking the Roosters 35-7. to 7.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah
5: I think to to that, I <laughs> I'm.
4: Uh, I'm going to go with the six p as well. I think. I think the Roosters have got this. Um, I just think that in all the matchups that we've talked about, it's all about the Roosters. They seem to be winning all these individual matchups. You know, the O-line, D-line, the receiver, DB. They seem to be the ones that are we're picking over and over again for whatever reason for for for, for players, for coaching, everything. I think the Roosters, you, you just can't, you can't count, you can't bet against them. Um, I'm going to say score wise, um, I'm going to go 35 to 18. All right. I, I'm not going to lie to you guys.
1: Originally, I wanted to pick the Royals because I knew everybody else was going to pick the Roosters. But, I mean, we've been talking about this for a very long time today, and it'd be dumb to say the Roosters weren't going to win this game. They up and down they have the better team they have the better organization they are the better team and they better not lose now that i pick pick them on here because I don't have time for RJ Long in the morning just so y'all know I did not have time to get that message so I'm going to go with the Roosters I just think that they're just the better team not saying that the Royals aren't a great team but I think the Roosters have that little bit of what it takes to win this championship game I think they're a little bit hungrier than the Royals are and they know what it takes to win this game. Uh, Score-wise, I'm going to keep it a little bit closer. I'm thinking something along the lines of 31-24, 31-21, something like that. What about you, Rob? Uh,
3: that's a good question. Uh, I hate scores. I don't pay scores. But I, I think uh, it's going to be a good game. Yeah? You know, but I'm going to take experience over everything. I'm going to take experience, and I believe in my boy Q. You know, Q, my boy. You know, there might be a little bias, but that's my bo- that's my brother from another mother. So I'm going to believe in him, and I think he's going to get these guys right. I think that if it's raining, the Roosters going to win big
1: mm-hmm.
3: because Cutler cannot throw the ball in the rain. It
1: It is a prediction of there yeah. being
3: a slight chance of rain. Yeah, so if it's raining, the Roosters going to run big. And then Slater gonna have a pick. And I want my two water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Slater gonna have a pick. Regardless. <laughs> so But I'm gonna take I'm sorry, RJ. You my dog. I want you to be successful. And Q also my dog. I've been knowing Q longer. But I'm gonna take the roosters. I gotta take the roosters, but I don't I'm not gonna give a score.
1: All right, well, there you got it, AFF. We made our choices. We went straight sweep for the Roosters in this Maple League game. And hopefully, y'all actually listen to the podcast and we explain why we think the Roosters are going to win this game.
3: Slater going to get me some water, man. Slater, I want some water, boy. I'm thirsty.
1: (laughs) All right, so uh, that's pretty much it for us uh, today. I know this is a long show, but we appreciate everybody listening to us out there. Uh, We appreciate Q and... Slater showing up today and hanging out with us for a very long time in the studio. Um, other than that, we wish both teams good luck. Helsinki Roosters, great organization. Wasser Royals, also great organization, younger organization, doing great things. We hope both teams play well. We really hope it's a fair game. Uh, that's to the Sajl referees because it's been known they're they're suspect. And since we're not playing in this game, we can let y'all know y'all are suspect and both of these teams deserve to have a fairly officiated game for this championship because it's that important. Now that was my rant, sorry. That's it for us. Anybody got any last words? Anybody want to say anything? Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I just want to say I uh, appreciate everybody that's supporting the Roosters. Um shout out to coach Booker too, for the for the Royals. Uh, I know he's working with you know everything he can to make that team um, it be what it what it is and uh, uh shout out to Bummy man
3: i, I want to say congratulations to um L- La lions for winning the division three i want to say congratulations to uh kotka eagles for winning division two i want to say congratulations to um Steelers stillers for winning the the division one uh, um, you know and now I, w- I hope everybody tune in tune in for this um this Maple League game. This is the last game of the season. I hope everybody tune into it because it's going to be a good game. You got a lot of good athletes out there. Uh, you're going to have good coaching. It's going to be a great game, and I hope you guys tune into that game. Um,
5: good luck to both teams playing in the game this year. Uh, it's been a pleasure doing the podcast and keeping everybody
0: updated. And we just hope you guys keep supporting the podcast in the future. I want to appreciate y'all for having your boy on the scene for the one time and one time. Hey, man, Uh, what's your Snapchat? Hey, you know, it's Team Top Chef. It should be Team (laughs) (laughs) Baldhead. I might change it then. My bitty emoji is bald, though, so (laughs) (laughs) So don't get it wrong. But uh, appreciate y'all for having me. Uh, It should be a great game. Uh, We're going to make sure we
4: come out there and do what we need to do to to impress y'all and uh, put on a show for y'all. Yeah, just good luck to both teams. Um, I can't wait to see the final. I hope it's going to be good. Um, yeah, and just ball out. Everyone, ball out. I know people on both teams, so I hope you all stay healthy and, you know, do what you got to do. Hey, man, we recorded this in the studio today, and
1: we, we had another guest, but, uh, you know, he's a little bit shy, so he didn't want to be on the mic, but he's been here listening the whole time. Shout out to Antonio Goofy. Harris. Goofy. Antonio Harris, tell us what's up, squirrel.
0: what it do,
3: man? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> what we do it out there? All right, we we have a good time out here at AFF, and we appreciate everybody uh, being in here. This was probably the funnest show we've had all year. Uh, getting ready for the best game of the season, the Maple Bowl, and that's pretty much everything. We'll see you guys next week.
0: American football in Finland.
1: Americans talking football every week. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on the Podbean app. Subscribe now on iTunes. Go to perfectpurvis.com forward slash AFF.
0: American football in Finland.
5: Football, anytime, anywhere.